This is Anime Out of Context, a comedy review podcast hosted by a weeb of the highest order alongside a cynical man who knows nothing about anime. Our show features spoilers, explicit language, and poor fact-checking. Neither of our hosts are experts on any topic and none of their opinions should be taken as fact. Thank you for listening, and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And I am stuck with a cursed mark upon myself, feeding from my ninja energies every moment I do this podcast. I'm Sean Rollins. I'm Remington Chase. Oh, Remington. Uh, I I know it's not super couth to talk about premium content within the first couple minutes. But this this most recent pre-banter had the best conclusion I could ever hope for. I, I disagree. <laughs> uh, to our non-patron listeners, uh, we also greatly appreciate, of course. Uh, we, we always record a little pre-banter bit uh, before we record the episodes to go up on our Patreon. Uh, this one did not go well for me. Um, th- that's all we, we really need to, to say about it. It went very poorly. Uh, it so went I'm, great for me. So I'm starting things off in not an ideal mood. <laughs> Uh, made even worse by the fact we've we've seen uh, a couple really good anime in a row, and uh, between between what just happened, seeing a couple good anime in a row, I I'm skeptical. I'm I'm doubtful that things will go my way this week. What you don't think I would uh, suddenly do a, a 180 and throw, show you something that is truly despicable, disgusting, and terrifying? Uh, I I think that this week my guess is that it's going to be bullshit shonen. That's my guess. Uh, officially. Yes, because I would purposefully show you something that I love and enjoy just for you to tear it apart. I mean, that that's happened many times before. And will probably continue to happen. Uh, but the question is, is whether or not that'll be the case today. Uh, because, Remington, today I wanted to show you something that, honestly, I've been keeping in my back pocket for a special occasion. Oh, okay, and what 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 is this special occasion, Sean? Uh, it's the special occasion where... I have so many great anime that I want to show you, and I want to get in depth with your uh, with your character analysis, as well as have you experience the classics of anime that I have to offer. Uh, and I have several of those lined up currently. Problem is, is I'm not ready to do them right now. <laughs> Partially due to our uh, remote recording setup, and partially due to the fact that if I do them wrong, oh, I get murdered. Fair, fair. So, so uh, do them right, scrub. <laughs> yeah, and those will be coming. Uh, but for right now, I am doing this one that I have had in my back pocket since it aired, just because it would be an easy slam dunk. I feel like if there's anything I know about you, Remington, that this anime will hit you in just the right place. I I don't like the sound of this. See, yes. like ideally, like oh, it hits me right in the heart. It's really emotional. Uh, more more likely, it's gonna be a nut shot that makes me questioning my decisions to be here in the first place week to week. Uh, that's more likely where it'll hit me. Uh, but only one way to find out. <laughs> don't worry, Remington. This one will be the most emotionally satisfying anime <gasps> that I think I've shown you in a hot minute. Oh yeah, will it? Mm-hmm. 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 
Because, Remington, the uh, anime I'm going to show you today is simply titled uh, Mira no Kaikata. Oh, but of course, uh, that old that old chestnut. Yes, uh, it's a very it's a very niche title, uh, simply translated to How to Keep a Mummy. Uh, uh, okay, okay. Um, can, can I can I say what I hope it is? What do you hope it is, Remington? I hope that one day, uh, just like knock on the door. It's a it's a dark spooky night, and it's spooky mummy comes in and uh freaks a girl out but like the mummy just like needs a place to chill for a while he's a bit down on his luck he's been struggling to find a job uh and so uh this this girl just keeps the mummy in her apartment and tries to help him get back on his feet it's it's very uh mr cthulhu's classroom (laughs) (laughs) i mean that you basically just described like an unemployed honda bookseller yeah yeah basically yeah I just want things to go wrong for for them. <laughs> oh, that's that's not nice. Uh, but weirdly enough, Remington, did I nail it? You're a lot closer than you have any right to be. <laughs> oh fuck yeah! I'm starting to understand. I'm starting to to see through the weeby matrix. Uh, so let me just give you a brief synopsis because honestly, Rem, this isn't going to be a hard one to describe, which is why I've kept it in the back pocket for a hot time. Uh, it starts off with a high school student, uh, Sora Kashiwagi. Oh, but of course, good old, all right, I'm just going to remember Sora. I'm going to think of Kingdom Hearts. So that's what I have in my head. I mean, that's fair because all other Soras are not as relevant, especially ones in specific anime that I don't ever want to have to show you. But if I do, it's going to be a very sad day. Oh, perfect. Uh, But... Uh, Sora is rather accustomed to receiving bizarre presents from his father, who is... I mean, yeah, uh, like a Keyblade, and then he gets (laughs) to meet Mickey Mouse later, but then Mickey Mouse is like, hey, I'm real helpful, but actually, later, bitches, and he disappears, and you're like, but we just found you, what's going on? Are you really about to try and describe Kingdom Hearts lore? And then, and then you have this, this, this one guy who goes around Norton everybody, right? And he is everybody. He's like a bunch of people. He has no organization of people that are really just sort of him. Uh, it's sort of like Voldemort's Horcruxes. Uh, we're back to Harry Potter, which is our favorite anime. And, uh, then there's also, uh, Kyrie, who feels important in the first game, but I assure you, just is not. Uh, and then Riku, who is, is the Sasuke. Let's, he's the most Sasuke motherfucker around. Uh, and Donald and Goofy are around. Uh, they're really just like sidekicks. They don't really, uh, they, they should have more plot relevance considering they're always there, but they don't really, uh. And, and then you get to see all a bunch of really cool Disney characters. Uh, meanwhile, there's, uh, sometimes your soul gets split in two and your body is left as a husk sometimes, but not always. Uh, and sometimes then when your soul is killed, other things happen and also alternate realities exist and then merge together and sometimes it's just a dream that doesn't really matter and sometimes it's a dream that really matters. Yeah, I think that about sums it up. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering how long you were going to go with that. Also, you are like unironically more versed in Kingdom Hearts lore than I would have expected from you. I've only played two of the games. (laughs) Oh, God. Like, that's pretty spot on, though, Rem. And so I'm sure that that just continues here uh, with but with a mummy, though. (laughs) (laughs) And Donald Duck was the mummy all along. (laughs) <laughs> oh god that 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 took the wind out of me man Whew, i'm i'll need a cigarette after that that was that was exhausting <laughs> jesus 
All right, Much so, like uh, actual Kingdom Hearts lore. Uh, uh, truly, truly. Uh, so, uh, what, obviously, I nailed it. Uh, but what, 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 what? I'm probably like missed a few details here and there about the mummy. So, uh, well, first <laughs> of all, the Keyblade is from Sora's heart. So, you know, that's that's a little more. <laughs> oh, but of course. Uh, yeah, you can't you can't be too too inaccurate with these things. Like he doesn't get given a Keyblade. It's not like that. Uh, but Keyblades aside, uh, this Sora, uh, his father gives him lots of gifts because. He's like a world traveling, like archaeologist and expeditionist, and is almost never home, but always is sending back weird things. And so he sends uh, back a full goddamn mummy. Uh, so he gets a huge package uh, from Egypt. Uh, that turns out to be a full size sarcophagus. <laughs> Jesus Christ! The the post on that son of a bitch. Yeah, oh, you man. have to imagine that the shipping costs are just immense. And very lucrative, especially considering it's technically a priceless artifact, which <laughs> this guy just picked up and mailed to his son. You know who would really like this? The country of Egypt. I bet they would be able to display it, research it, and find out all kinds of interesting lore about their history. Nah. I mean, Let's just I'm, send it to my 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 high school age kid in Japan. I'm just surprised this is a Japanese show instead of uh, a British show showing those great British values of taking anything ancient from your culture and not giving a damn. Hey, I mean, they used those mummies for very good purposes. After all, not everybody can say that they snorted mummy dust. <laughs> All right, so he he gets this kid gets a sarcophagus. Uh, presumably he's got to open it up. I mean, come on. Oh yes, it opens up, and within it's the truly monstrous sight of a mummy. Ooh. And that's the show, Remington. <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> He, he, he opens it up, and it's actually, that's the end credits. You've just described the entirety of the show uh, already. Nope. Uh, <laughs> yeah, nope. The whole show is actually just uh, this guy meeting a mummy and taking care of it. Okay. <laughs> like, l l like a fern. You're just like, sometimes you got to water it. Uh, oh, I'm going to take real good care of the mummy. I'm going to take it out for walks. I'm going to clean up after it. I'm going to give it all the care and attention it deserves. Yep, 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 yep. This ancient pharaoh is essentially a pet. I love, you know, new anime dog of the day, Egyptian mummy. <laughs> Good old King Tut, my favorite anime dog. <laughs> uh, the pharaoh is my waifu. Oh, God. All right. So, he, I mean, that sounds pretty straightforward. Yeah, Just no, like I said, really easy and straightforward to explain. Well, uh, I have a question. Where the show... Is, is the mummy sentient? Uh, yes. Okay, cool. Because uh, otherwise... I was hoping they would go on some adventures where, uh, what's the movie? Uh, just put it in sunglasses, a wheelchair. Oh, Weekend at Bernie's? Yeah, there we go. Weekend at Bernie's, <laughs> the mummy, and it'll all be fine. That'd be great. Uh, a bit harder to pull off, though, considering it is completely wrapped, you know, in gauze and such. So it's like, oh, that's not just some, that's not uh, Bernie just sitting there. That's that's a, that's an actual mummy. Joke's on you, Sean. People. Joke's on you. I am completely covered in gauze right now. Only my mouth is uncovered just so i can speak you know remington i'd appreciate you not airing your specific kinks online <laughs> i mean what you and your girlfriend do is fine on your own time but i don't feel like everybody needs to know hey don't bring her into this this is exclusively between me and dylan okay <laughs> <laughs>
Is that what he was doing when he lent uh, you his mic? He, he very rarely gets let out of his cage, and he needs to take full advantage of it. Yeah, it's a new type of uh, loose-fitting shibari, I guess. All right, cool. <laughs> All right, so uh, that sounds pretty straightforward. Is there anything else that like I need to know before we jump into it? Or Honestly, Rem, I think that, if anything, uh, I am pr- I'm picturing one of two reactions from you, Rem. All right, cool. And they're not going to be extreme reactions. You're very either mundane. going to be... I'm either going to be, hmm, yes, or hmm, no. And that'll be it. That'll be the entire part too. <laughs> in a lot of ways, but it'll, uh, oh, also the plot continues on and other side characters also get, uh, like historical creatures and monsters as, uh, like pets. Oh, but of it's, course. It's, it's very much like, uh, Kobayashi's, uh, dragon maid, but with, uh, as opposed to dragons, it's other stuff. I mean, that makes me optimistic. That was a good show. All right. So, yeah. uh, what, what are the two possible reactions that I will have to this show? Well, Remington, you're gonna, you're gonna look, uh, the first episode, you're gonna be either like, okay, okay, wish that was different or okay, okay, this is amazing. <laughs> okay. I'm, uh, I'm interested. I'm curious. It struck my interest. Yep. It's piqued my curiosity. And honest, honestly, Rem, if you end up hating this anime, I won't be hurt. <laughs> That's like but, one of the guilt trip things. No, no, listen here. I don't mind that you did this. However, every single other person, you know, they disapprove. Not even that. It's going to be like half of the people who have seen it are going to be like, how dare you? I'm upset. <laughs> but all in all, Rem, I just, I'm just curious to see how you will truly react to this show. Uh, so without further ado, let's go watch some How to Keep a Mummy. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back after consuming four whole episodes of the surprisingly adorable uh, How to Keep a Mummy. And Remington, uh, I might have kept some things from you. Like the fact that this show is total moe bullshit. <laughs> it's, it's, it's adorable. It's really, really cute. Uh, and and I, I love that part of it. I wasn't yeah. expecting uh, an emotionally unstable Pillsbury Doughboy of a mummy, but that's what I got. <laughs> you see why I couldn't just outright tell you that was going to be the case, right? <laughs> oh, but of course. Right. My my prediction was going to be either you're going to, you're probably expecting like a full-size creepy mummy. That was uh, the assumption, yes. <laughs> Yes, and I wanted you to go in with that assumption so that when you first saw uh, Mikun, as it were, uh, you would be pleasantly surprised or disappointed, depending on your perspective. Well, you know, I, it was definitely, for me, uh, definitely a, a pleasant surprise. Uh, very, very cute. Uh, very adorable. The the design, real solid. Really enjoyed it. Uh, so shall, shall we delve right into to the show and the, the different episodes we saw? Yeah, go right ahead, man. I'm curious to hear what you think, though. I have a pretty solid idea of how it's going to go. <laughs> so uh, episode one starts out just like uh, we discussed in part one, where uh, the father has sent the son... Uh, sarcophagus. They, it says, you say sarcophagus. It's like a very contemporary Christian casket. <laughs> Look, it, it's all up to artistic liberty, my man. You can't be, you can't be too, you know, culturally selective with these things. I, it, it's very strange to me that in anime, if there's any religion-related anything, regardless of context, almost every time it's Christian, it, it's just uh, a bit unexpected. <laughs> That's uh, that's actually patently untrue, my man. It's 50% Christian and 50% Shinto. I mean, I feel like it might be a bit more 
Christian than even Shinto. I've we've certainly seen some Shinto things. However, <laughs> there's been a lot of Christianity, including like all of the fantasy. The fantasy religious default is always Christian. It's so strange. Yeah, that's primarily due to the fact that uh, uh, you know Christianity is a bit weird and easy to manipulate into a fantasy world. <laughs> so uh, the the dad uh, sent uh, a mummy with uh, all, some instructions on how to take care of it, uh, and we learned that this is just one in a series of gifts that the father has given. Uh, it goes through all of these different like cursed objects that the father has given his son, and you know I I feel like I feel like that is emblematic of our relationship, Sean, because let's face it, I feel like I am the kind of person who would gift you a bunch of cursed and or adorable bullshit. Uh, it just, it just makes sense to me. I mean, that is fair. That is fair. You do hawk a lot of responsibility onto me for the most inane, weird bullshit, so. <laughs> and so we get introduced to this uh, adorable uh, little mummy who ends up being named Mikun a little bit later. And uh, initially, uh, the the kid, what's, the, what's his name again? <laughs> You could remember Mikan, but you can't remember the main character. One of them uh, I care a lot more about. <laughs> it's Sora. Sora, of course. Sora, yes. Kingdom Hearts, etc., etc. All right. So uh, Sora, uh, he, he's a bit confused, a bit reluctant. He's a bit unsure. Gradually through the first episode, he decides that he will take care of Mikun. Uh, there's also, we get introduced to uh, the dog, uh who's its name is like poochie i'm just gonna call it poochie because it's it's closer to what makes sense for me so we got poochie and poochie is great great dog phenomenal dog and seeing that poochie's getting all the attention mikun a little adorable mummy that's about the size of the palm of your hand decides it's gonna start barking to get attention as well that was cute that was super adorable uh you have sora like hugging onto uh poochie meanwhile mikun just climbs up sora and is just holding on for dear life and there's a nice little moment that Mikun is just sad because one is being hugged one is clinging on and boy oh boy that's a metaphor that that resonates with all of us I think <laughs> A little, a little too, like, clearly. Uh, also, in episode one, uh, to, to round things off, we get introduced to uh, to the Dylan character. Uh, <laughs> Dylan, of course, our, our nice, edgy editor. Uh, and, of course, we have a very edgy boy in, in this show as well. That, that'd be Tazuki, I'm, I'm fairly certain. Good, good old Tazuki. And, uh, yeah, so that was, that was episode one. Episode one, really solid. Really enjoyed uh, episode one. Introduces the, the cuteness well. Um, the, the actual, like, character of Sora in episode one, don't really care. Uh, it, it's sort of just blank slate, bland bitch protagonist. Uh, but there's still more episodes to go, so maybe that will change. Uh, episode two, I, I was very struck by just, like, this very strong personality of the mummy. They, they have added a lot of really nice little details about it that I, I really enjoyed. I mean, yeah, it, it's a lot of personality for literally being, like, an amor little blob which makes it uh, all, all the more jarring the fact that almost all of the personality in the show comes from the creatures not from the people because oh boy oh boy the 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 characters the actual like people in the show they're they're pretty damn shallow they're they're very shallow like if you guys remember when we talked about like silent voice and said it was wildly emotionally evocative uh but not necessarily like deep character relationship wise right hey hey don't don't put we into this just put it, you me. into that <laughs> well it, it's 
you have characters who are just as if not a bit more shallow than that, uh, but it's less emotionally evocative. So it's like super cute, uh, but whenever it's trying to make me care about the characters, I really just don't. Uh, and that was a bit of, of a struggle. Like in, in episode two, I sort of felt like the, this show would work well for for uh, all audiences, but especially younger audiences would be the very niche market for for this show. Except for also Remingtons is the well, market. yeah. I mean, I I love cute bullshit. Uh, that that's a given. Uh, but it just feels like that a lot of the time there's no strong direction or development. I'll be honest, I I can hardly remember episode two much of what happens. Like I think it was just sort of like learning more about Mikun. Like I I can't remember many details. I mean, it, it was a lot more slice of life stuff, yeah, and weird, funny interactions with Mikun. Yeah, and then uh, episode three, uh, episode three, I believe, was the episode where uh, we had introduced to uh, a girl at school. I think it was that one. Uh, I believe so. Yes. And uh, she, there's this this whole thing about Mikun having to pretend to be a doll at school, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, but th- this is where I think really the the main problem of how to keep a mummy emerges because it's super charming, super adorable, and there are a lot of really really good moments uh, within this show. But those those moments don't have great transitions from one another. Uh, so it'll be like five minutes of me not really caring and then one really great moment that I I think is super cute and then a few more minutes of me not really caring and then another moment that's really nice and it, it's just that constantly and it, it's it's unfortunate like you, you know uh to, so it, it's nice when things are generally uh, foreshadowed, but not even, I, I don't even want to go that far. Uh, you, Sean, you're familiar with the, the general animation principle of anticipation, right? Yes. I, if I if you have a character that's going to punch one another, right, you want him to do a nice exaggerated wind up before he does. If you want something to rotate right, you want it to slightly rotate left before it does. So just a little bit of anticipation to lead in to wherever it's going. Uh, this show doesn't really have a lot of that. It's sort of just things happen and, okay, I guess this is occurring now. Like, when when you're creating a show, you you have a series of events. Say you got uh, A, B, and C, right? You can have it where they just happen one after the other. A, and then B, and then C, and sure, that's fine. But ideally, as much as possible, you want to replace those and-thens, which are just circumstantial, to the and-so, which is much more causal. So you have A and so you have B and so you have C, right? The difference just being you no longer have events that just fall after one another. You have events that cause one another. And there's there's some events that cause one another, but there's just a mo- most of the time things are just happening and, and th- there's not much of a, a cause or strong motive behind them. Uh, which, which is just a bit disappointing. I'm sorry that my random Moe mummy show didn't have enough, like, narrative and depth for you, Remington. Jesus. Well, it's not that I need something that's that's terribly, uh, terribly deep with these types of things. However, I would I would at least like some, some character within this. When you have Slice of Life having some character, uh, even you know, a little while back we saw uh, My Neighbor Totoro, right? Uh, with, with Totoro and his other smaller Totoros, uh... 
they, they similar to Mikun, they didn't talk at all, but they were very expressive. So was just the world around them. Everything was super expressive. And obviously it would be silly to compare how to keep a mummy to uh, Mr. Gibbles himself. That that would be uh, absurd because they are just not on the same tier. No one would, would question that. However, it's, it's just prohibiting this from being as good as it potentially could be. I don't need some complex narrative plot to, to be interested, but I, I would like to see more humanity within the show because it has charm, but just not a lot of heart. And that's not great for me. Um, so it, it's pleasant. It's enjoyable. Uh, well, you know, I've, I've been saying this. That being said, the show occasionally does try to have some, some narrative, uh, narrative nuance and that those, those moments are, uh, uh, bad, bad. Um, for example, it, it sort of tries to push with, uh, Tazuki, like he, he's the edgy boy, right? The dark brooding edgelord with some heart, uh, but his character, instead of being like generally standoffish, but he really cares about those he's close to, it's sort of just inconsistent. And it seems like his motivations don't make sense all of the time and are ready to switch at will, as well as it, it tries to have like a flashback with him, right? And explain like, wow, these are some emotional experiences he's had in his past. Some, like, one has sore in it, another one doesn't. It doesn't really matter. And it's just, like, this weird semi-ironic, semi-ironic sort of sincere melodrama bullshit that does not work for what the show is at all. I, I don't get it. I mean, you're not going to find any major arguments for me on this one, man. I just watch <laughs> it for the cute mummies. Yeah, it like, the, the cute mummies and, and the other creatures are totally where it's at. Oh, in episode three, we also get introduced to uh, the, the roommate who is like a model who has cursed glasses or something that gives her confidence and makes her want to fuck everything. I don't know. It was weird. Uh, it, it was it was an attempt at a joke that wasn't very funny. The, the show is more charming than it is humorous. And the times that it is humorous is in that is when it emphasizes the cute things that the creatures do. Uh, but then in episode four, we get introduced to, uh, another creature. So we got Mikun, the mummy. Uh, then we get introduced to, uh, one that takes a liking to edgy boy Tazuki. And, uh, and, and it's, it's like this very small red pig-like creature. Sort of like a bull, maybe. I don't know. Uh, it, the, the character you're referring to is Connie yep. and, uh, Connie is a small, uh, like representation of an Oni or a uh, Japanese style ogre or demon. All right, cool. So you, you got, uh, Connie and Connie is uh, aloof as hell. Once again, real charming, real cute. Does it, he's just real stupid, real stupid, but in a good way. The, he, he, he doesn't talk or express himself as much as Mikun does. Instead, usually nine times out of 10, he will express himself either either by staring at you or by giving you a thumbs up and that's good that's i, I enjoyed the thumbs up moments mm -hmm. uh the the moments with with connie were great uh but there were also just weird moments in this episode like uh the fact that tezuki has like a tsundere sister which was a little bit odd to act as a tsundere in your relationship with your brother uh but i'm just getting flashbacks from all the incest anime we've seen uh that's mostly the reason why i feel uncomfortable with that uh and then and then we we have more flash Flashbacks, and they're just cringy, and they're they're trying to set up like a weird, tragic, almost backstory for Tazuki, and it's just so unwarranted and I just do not care and so it comes off as just cringeworthy and weird and out of place. I'm not a fan. What I what I would have liked to see the show be more like uh and and this will this will sound familiar, Sean. 
I would have oh, loved no. if you took this show and just morphed it with with like Banania. Or even even if you taken like if you took Banania and then Dragon Maid, right? And combined those two, that would have been fine. That would that could have worked with sort of what how to keep a mummy was going for, even. Uh but I don't know. It just it, it doesn't work excessively well. I, I think most of the time when I'm watching an episode of How to Keep a Mummy, I, I just don't really care and I'm sort of bored. And then there's a really nice moment and I'm like, that's a great moment. I'm glad I, I was here for that moment. And then I gotta wait for anything else interesting to happen. So like the moments are great, but maybe just check out a compilation of them and then you get all the good and you don't need to wade through the boring stuff. <laughs> Man, I love how even in the most like simple of shows you find ways to make people upset not me i don't care <laughs> in episode show one is... i really thought that i was just going to to love the show it was going to be a slam dunk i was like this show it's it's moe bullshit made for me uh it, but it, it just i don't know i'm not a fan of shows that have inefficient storytelling that, that waste a lot of time getting to the point and it has some really good stuff in it stuff i really like but i don't know yeah. if it's worth all of the waiting and the time well then you could probably just read the manga and get the same experience in a minimal amount of time yeah fair and like that that genuinely might be a decent suggestion maybe go out and read the manga maybe maybe for, for people who are interested like check out the first episode first episode's worthwhile and pleasant uh but if you're like maybe i'm interested but like i don't have a lot of time but i want to see what this is all about just look up like cutest highlight reel how to keep a mummy there will probably be something there uh and and you will get the best bits because undeniably this show's value is driven by the adorable creatures. Like, that is the selling point for this show. I mean, yeah, that's literally why people primarily suggested it to us. It's actually kind of hilarious because all, all of the emails that we got uh, suggesting this particular show uh, had some combination of, there's no way Remy can, can dislike this one, right? I mean, I mean I, it's I cute mummies I doing cute things. I don't dislike it per se. It's just, I don't really like it a ton. Uh, it's still probably positive. It's just, very much in in the middle road uh it's closer to meh still on the positive end of meh it's still overall still would get a thumbs up it's it's above neutral but it's pretty close to neutral wow i try to do something nice remington and i i'm giving this overall a favorable review You may be giving it a favorable review, Remington. But you know what I hear? Yeah, what, what do you hear, Sean? I hear whiny bitchiness. <laughs> I mean, that is the perpetual state of the show. Uh, from one or the other of us, there will always be some whiny bitchiness. Oh, yes. <laughs> but, yeah, so it, it seems like I, I really like the idea. I, I like a lot of the moments. When you take it, the, the whole isn't quite the same as the sum of its parts. Uh, I, I think it could be reworked. It could be remodeled a bit and made better. Uh, BC, I, I do have one concern, Sean. One concern that? that's somewhat relevant to all of this, uh, though a little bit tangential. Uh, you see, the past few weeks... You, you you've been you've been decently nice to me, Sean. Yep, uh, you can say that. And and so my my concern, um, as, as my omnipresent concern is that anytime I get good things, 
they're they're it's like a roller coaster you you build me up so that the steep drop can be even better um and and so i i just normally we don't do this uh but i just wanted to to know uh generally like what what, what are the plans for 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 next week sean uh i like what just, you think you just think confirm to... or deny are you just being generally pleasant is it coincidental or uh do you have ulterior motives and are you planning on cutting me deep real soon because that's what i'm expecting and i'll be honest i won't believe your answer if it's some if it's not that one so oh remington uh i'll be honest with you remington oh i'm on to him <laughs> I mean, maybe I just wanted to watch some nice anime myself for a change, you know? Maybe I just wanted to, uh, you know, build up a bit of a, uh, a bit of a buffer of niceness, you know? I, all too frequently, I get a lot of emails saying, you're being a dick to this guy for no reason. Uh, I'm here to prove that is def there is definitely a reason at this point. <laughs> Like, yeah, cause see, I, and I know that I know that we get a lot of emails that are are like, "Hey, you're being a bit mean to Remington," but you also get quite a few emails that are like, "Hey, you're being too nice to Remington," or even in the ones, even in the emails that state, "Hey, you're being a little bit mean to Remington," they will then later in the email be like, "However, if you really want to punish him, if you just want to make him suffer, uh, then here's my recommendation." And that comes from the people who say, "Oh, Sean, you're being too rude," but if you want to keep going, I mean that is true. True, Remington, but what's to say that I'm not just doing this for my own personal gain, you know, just to have some fun? Maybe it's just coincidence that I wanted to show a bunch of nice anime in a row. Maybe since things are going bad, maybe I just want to put as much goodness out into the universe as possible, you know? Yeah, There's I, a lot I, of negativity a lot. I'm, I'm very skeptical, but I, I guess we'll see how that pans out next week, or maybe the week after. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, there's nothing in the show description that says that I have to show you horrible, awful things all the time. Yeah, but we all know what podcast we are on right now. We all know how Anime Out of Context runs things, Sean. I, you, Dylan, the listeners, none of us are under the illusion that this is just, oh, happy fun times. Look at Remington actually enjoying himself a bit. No, we all know what's up. We all know what our most popular episodes are. We all know what people enjoy the most. We all know what kind of episodes those are so don't you pretend otherwise i mean there have been several people who say hey we really enjoy these uh nice positive wholesome episodes you've been bringing us we enjoy the nice good wholesome energy that is being put out into the universe they might enjoy the nice wholesome episodes i do too however i can tell you those are not our most popular those are not the ones who, who those are not the episodes that are most people's favorite so yes yeah, some a lot of people do enjoy them However, if you look at the statistics, which only we can see, <laughs> that's why I know, Sean, I know that it, it's suspicious. Oh, yeah, wholesome things are, are nice, well and good, but that that can never last for long. My paranoia has been activated. Long story short, adorable mummies and other demons. <laughs> There's also uh, another type of uh, Japanese yokai that gets introduced, and a tiny dragon later on as well. Yeah, I saw those uh, within within the intro, which uh, it's just so disappointing to... The, the intro on this, it's fine, but it's definitely one of those that will spoil any surprise that they try to have uh, when it comes to revealing
killing the creatures, which is always so unfortunate. Because when you're watching the episodes, they make it like a dramatic reveal, like, oh, surprise, but it's not a surprise. You saw the intro. You know what's coming. <laughs> yeah, that is de- generally one of the problems of uh, manga that are only slated for one season of 13 episodes or of that nature. You only like, have time for one look, intro, look and at if a, you don't include a Madoka Magica or a, uh, oh, uh, what was the, Sean, what was the red and white one we saw really early on? Uh, that would probably be Mirai Nikki. Oh, yeah. L- look at Madoka Magica or Mirai Nikki. Great intros. They they don't spoil a whole lot. Mirai Nikki was great. Didn't spoil a thing, but makes a lot of sense in hindsight. Like, stuff like that. Those types of intros are the best ones. Anyway. Yeah, the that- Remington. Remington. We're talking about a show about a chibi mummy and his friends. And it's a, and, it, and there's only a couple things that this particular studio has made that uh actually there's only one thing on this list that you would actually recognize that was made by this studio and it'll oh. probably surprise you oh yeah well what would that be uh the studio is um uh the producer studio is 8-bit all right uh and the one thing that we've covered that you have seen is slime reincarnate oh okay interesting very interesting i if only they could have gotten a bit closer to that <laughs> <laughs> well, th- these came out, and the- both of those came out in the same year, so. Well, one <laughs> you of can them obviously was a tell better. that there's different sections of the different studios working on them at different times, so. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, and the budget for uh, this one isn't anywhere near as high as Slime Reincarnate, if that yeah, wasn't too no, obvious. I mean, yeah, no, the, like, the, the overall animation quality, it I would describe it as fine. <laughs> It's not bad yeah. by any means, uh, but it's fine. Yeah, no, it's uh, it it definitely feels like one of those shows that was made to uh, you know, help promote the manga, which I believe is still ongoing, if I'm not mistaken, has been since 2014, as well as to uh, just you know, have something fun, cute, and entertaining to watch in between all of your really heavy dramatic stuff, uh, depending on whatever season it is. Oh wow, they also did. Oh, I didn't know they did that one, huh? Oh, they did that one. Ooh, <laughs> just looking through the history of of what they've done. Well, Sean, is there anything else that we should discuss before we before we send things off? Honestly, Rem, all I want to say is I try to do nice things for you. Let it not be said that I don't occasionally do nice things for my friends. I'm uh, still suspicious of ulterior motives, but we will see. When have I ever had an ulterior motive, Remington? For over 100 episodes now, Sean, consistently. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Maybe <laughs> not. We'll have to see. It'll be interesting when we do come back to 8-bit, but for now, there's not really much else I have to add. So I guess, Remington, my final question for you is, any chance you want to go watch some more uh, Mira no Kaikata with me sometime? I don't know. Maybe a highlight reel of the cutest bits. All right. So into the sin bin with that one. Remington, this just in. You hated it. Good to Excuse know. Excuse me. <laughs> that That's what people will take away from this because that's just how things go. Exactly. Thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Uh, before we do get out of here, though, we have a little bit of housekeeping that we have to do. If you enjoyed our weird and wacky content and our, uh, let us say, complex opinions about the wild world of weebs, then please, uh, what you can do is you can support us directly via our Patreon. That is uh, patreon.com slash anime out of context. I don't know if we say that link enough, but I feel like it's 
a pretty obvious one to remember. <laughs> you, you can figure it out. Uh, and, and we would like to send our thank you. Of course, we want to thank our bland bitch protagonists as well as our magical girls. But even more than that, we go to our yandere waifus obsessively supporting us on our Patreon. We've got Sarah Birch and Miles to go, Kazu Morocco, Leos123, Hayden Lecker. Anonymous Gamer, McAlex, Salty Pretzel, Glenn Michael Dolan, Ross Palmer, Jacob Livingston, Xerix, H. Wood, Kyle Likes Bikes, Farmer Weeb, Alexander Nasinsenyo, Chuck57, Andrew Rawicki, Grant Firetype, Matthew B, Devin McCutcheon, Chris Salas. Uh, I wonder if he's going to leave those sneezes in. I, I don't know. Maybe he'll put it on the goddamn Patreon just like he did last time. Hey, that's that's some good bonus content up there. Oh, God. So to all of our Yandere waifus, we want to send our thanks and appreciation. But, of course, it is not just all of you. Rather, there's one level above. We're going on to the land. We're walking upon Mordor itself, looking in the eye of Sauron. That's right. We're dealing with boy wizards in the land of Harry Potter. And with that, with our boy wizards, we have Brady Weinbarger, Chase Fredette, and Delina Perez. Thank each and every one of you guys. You really help uh, support things. Uh, you, you have a, a magical glow about you. Uh, you three are, are my Patronus, personally. Uh, oh, but God. <laughs> Oh, but, God, there was so much wrong with that, it hurts. <laughs> but even higher than that, at the very peaks, once we have crossed Mordor, we can enter into the Disney Channel White House in the Shefano tier. We're going to Cory in the house. And, of course, when we're talking about the Shefano tier, we have to start with our patron, Saint himself, none other than Saint. Then we move on. Down below, we have the Almighty Sinner. Then we have Zachary Shirley. Sean, give us a give us a Shirley pun. <laughs> you're not even gonna try this week. You're just no, gonna, this, you're I'm, just gonna I'm, petition me. I'm batting me. it off to you. <laughs> uh, it sounds like you're Shirley shirking your duties there, my man. Perfect. Then we have Cassidy Justin. I don't want to. I don't want. You know what? You you deserve better than a pun on your name. Uh, what that is, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> we'll figure it out. Our what love and support, maybe. Our I love don't and know. support. There we go. <laughs> Then we, of course, have Theo Noel with a, a very Merry Christmas over at the White House. We have the Silicon Spectre, who Sean is prohibiting me from making sexy comments about. Then we have the Touchy Diplomat representing the U.S. well in that White House. Uh, and then, of course, we have Take Your Damn Money Dylan, uh, which are just Dylan's mob connections that he has that are uh, forcibly giving him money instead of forcibly taking money. It's a, it's a bit of a strange thing that Dylan has going on. We, we tend not to ask about it too much. Uh, but to each yeah. and every one of you, thank you so, so much. All of your support is so helpful. It helps us do this on a weekly basis. Uh, and and we it blows our mind that you guys are so, so generous. Like, ever since we started the Patreon, we couldn't even dream of doing uh, a remote recording session properly, mostly because Remington, uh, Remington's entire setup is toaster-based. Uh, <laughs> 
but now we are actually able to keep providing you content even with the troubled times that are currently going about. Uh, and with that the, that being said, if you still want to support us but money is tight and you can't really afford it, it's perfectly fine. We understand. We need you guys to take care of yourselves first and foremost. Uh, but if you still want to support us, I know what you can do. You can go on to whatever uh, podcasting platform you listen on and leave us a review. It doesn't matter what you say on the review. You could literally just, you know, go on and just say, hey, I'm leaving a review for these guys. Or, hey, my uh, this is best girl. It doesn't matter what you say. But if you go and if, you leave that review, If you mention really or incest, it. I will judge you. <laughs> yeah, well, Remington will judge you. I will not. Okay, I might judge you a little bit, but not too much. <laughs> and if you would like to contact us directly, whether it's for a comment, question, feedback, or recommendation, then you can either tweet us at AnimeConPod on Twitter, or send an email over onto AnimeOutOfContext at gmail.com. Once again, guys, thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. And as always, don't fuck your sister. And, and wash your hands, you, you, you dirty savages. <laughs> <laughs>